Hello there. Uh, one of the things that I think most of us struggle with, especially those of us who are perfectionists, is having to do things exactly the way we imagine them. Otherwise, we would just either not do them or get stuck at a certain point, usually the start, where if it's not perfect, then forget it. It's not going to be done. And the problem with perfectionism, perfectionism, sorry, the problem with perfectionism is if it's not done right, we will not do it. Therefore, nothing gets done. And you don't get any practice. You don't get to learn you don't get to make mistakes and you don't get to be better maybe maybe out of a dozen tries you get one try perfectly and you know that's nice that's good you might even feel good about it but that's not a really healthy workflow getting one try out of a dozen, maybe even several dozen tries, is not really useful. It's not something that allows you to progress and most cert certainly it's a waste of time. So I want to tackle perfectionism at the core. Why are we being perfectionists? Well, from my hump opinion I think it's because we judge ourselves too harshly and another reason is we think others will judge us as harshly as we judge ourselves we think if they see us um, stumble or create something that's not perfect then they're gonna be thinking of us in a negative way um, and even some of us would say, I don't care what others think of me, I, I do it for myself. But that's not exactly a solution to the problem of perfectionism, because usually you are your worst critic, so others judging you negatively just adds to it. It's not the only reason to it, so having their judgment or not it's the same thing you will not do it unless it turns out perfectly all the way from the start to the middle to the finish and another problem with perfectionism is usually you are getting out of your comfort zone when you try to do something and try to do it perfectly and by getting out of your comfort zone, um, let me give you an example. Let's say you go create something, it's not perfect. It doesn't spark that positive feedback for you. And so let's say, for example, you post it on social media or somewhere where people can have a feedback, can give you feedback. Um, when that feedback is negative or has an element of judgment in it, even if you don't care about what people think, 
their opinion affects you subconsciously it does we are as human uh, we are social creatures and those things they have an influence on you for example when you going with the example of uh, social media when you post something and you get positive feedback people cheering for you you are encouraged to do to, to do it more you are you you get that um, good feeling out of it you get a sense of purpose in it even if it's a small one but when it's negative feedback you will not have a motive to try it or do it again now some solutions i have in mind to deal with perfectionism is finding a healthy environment that would give you that sense of safety where if you share something that's lacking or imperfect or has a lot of flaws even if they don't give you um, critiques that would help you progress at the very least they will not judge you for it and another solution for perfectionism is accepting the fact that this is not who you are this is only where you are and accepting that this is a learning process and if you don't make mistakes if you don't you know make bad things um, create bad things you will not eventually get to a level where you create good things and the problem with creating things that quote end quote not perfect by your standards is that they don't give you that sense of achievement you don't get um, you know that desire to be happy about it to feel proud and say yes i created this i want to do it again another problem that's very common and it's a dangerous and steep slope to fall into by being a perfectionist is comparison you compare yourself to others you compare what you do and what you create to what they do and create but the problem is you know everything about you everything that's behind the curtain that's not shown to the world yet only know about them what they choose to show which most of the time is either their best or their best and some of them do share their failures but they put it in such a presentable light that it makes you feel relatable it makes what they do feel relatable and that's encouraging that's beautiful but the point is when you compare yourself to them you are setting yourself up for misery nothing good comes out of comparison and it would most likely trigger an imposter syndrome in you and it makes you feel like you're a fraud and what you're doing is fake and not genuine because you've seen how you are you've seen how you struggle and how you don't know anything or know so li little um, so 
that's one thing about comparison. Another thing about comparison is you start to see how they get recognition and you don't and how they rise in a sense and you don't and you see how they keep creating one perfect masterpiece after another and you don't so this is how it's a steep slope it's dangerous and the only good thing that can come out of comparison when you compare yourself to someone else is when you do it consciously and you do it to learn from them you want to study how they are um, doing what they're doing or being how they are being and that's fine because when you do it that way you are not involving the ego and the ego is something else that uh, has a thing to do with being a perfectionist it's very common that you relate yourself to the work that you do or the things that you do most of the time any criticism to the things that you create or make is a criticism to who you are not in reality but that's how you feel because you are involving your ego too much um, especially at the start or if you're not aware this is my work this is my creation this is done by me this is representing me but that's not how others see it most of the time some people maybe they are seeing it in relation to who you are and that's a different subject uh, people who judge what you do based on who you are and that's that's another thing but it's really rarely the case if people are not um, personal with you now I'll, I'll give you an example that I've gone with uh, I've gone through myself uh, when I was writing my book at first um, it took me a while probably nearly a year and when it was finished I started pitching agents to uh, get them to you know take the book and uh, present it for publishing now I've gone through maybe 50 agents over a period of um, four months and then another 30 agents over another period of three months and all of them were rejections. I've, I've actually uh, contacted more than that number but the rejections were uh, 80 or 90 around that number which is huge and I have to admit during that time it was such a bad feeling I felt like I'm a bad writer I'm a terrible writer I have no skill and it, it felt really bad and it got to a point you know when you're immersed in something you don't see it clearly because you are too into it you are in the middle of it you are too close to the picture to see the big picture I felt like they were um having personal reasons they don't like my name they don't like who i am even though they don't know me but my ego was too involved in this book that i felt it could be because it's me because they don't like me and 
Instead of following that negative train of thoughts, and it's easy, it's easy to decide to be the victim, to decide that people just don't like you or they're mean or whatever it is. But um, I refused to do that and thought of seeing it subjectively. So what I did is I looked at the work and detached the ego from it. And there, there's, a, there's this thing about the ego. It's wrong to remove it. It's wrong to say the ego doesn't matter. The ego matters. It's who you are. It's your personality. And to remove it is to remove who you are. Who you are. And that's not really healthy. You, um, you lose your self-esteem that way. But the alternative is to be so reassured of your ego that you wouldn't involve it in things that it doesn't need to be involved in you don't need to take things personally your ego is fine you're great your personality is great you have pride solidify those shelter them and don't don't make them have to prove themselves in everything that you do in anything that you do unless you know, maybe there are exceptions, but I'm not going there right now because I have nothing in mind exactly as to what is an exemption. But let's go back to the subject. I decided to pull my ego back and be like, you know what? This is just a work that I've done. It does not represent me. It is not myself. It's something that I made. Now, let's look at it. Let's fix it. My ego doesn't need fixing. I don't need fixing. It's the work itself. It's the behavior itself. And this this applies even to you as a person. When you are, let's say, self-reflecting on a way of behavior that you do, you, you're behaving in a way that is affecting who you are as a person. So your ego might get involved. But that is something you can work on. You, you can change that. But let's go to the example of um, the book. So I decided to be seeing it subjectively and work on it. And that's how, I think it was 2018, January, that I decided to turn it from a non-fiction book into um, a work of fiction. And it took me five months to do, to do that. Um, and it was easy to do it because I had the idea in my mind for a long time. I just eventually decided to think, you know what? I can turn this into a novel. I have the idea. I have the foundation in my mind. I just need to sit down and do the actual work. And my ego doesn't need to get involved. This is a craft. This is a work. And it got better. After five months, the book uh, turned into a novel. Um, it needed polishing, it, need, it needed editing, it needed a huge amount of work, which I put into it. But keep in mind, if I kept thinking that this is my book, this is who I am, it would have been exhausting to do that. Working on yourself when you are getting hurt by the uh, work that needs to be done. It's not going to be easy. You're going to make it difficult on yourself. You're going to get hurt trying to improve. And most likely, you might fail. So 
the healthy way to tackle perfectionism is to not involve the ego in what you do, in who you are. And I know, I know there's a difference between what you do and who you are, but my point when I say who you are as the way you behave, the way you act, the way you do, the way you talk, um, if you, you don't have to criticize yourself all the time, but when you think that there's something that needs to be worked on or improved and you're your perfectionist nature is stopping you, reevaluate the situation and say, is my ego too involved? And then reassure your ego that it's really strong and beautiful and it doesn't need to be boosted, to be um, getting dirty into it and say no this is who i am i cannot change it because that's changing my ego my ego will be um damaged or it will be um you know even even admitting that your ego might be damaged is something that your ego will refuse to acknowledge even so not involving the ego reassuring it and thinking that it's strong enough it doesn't need to get involved this is just something that can be changed and think of your ego as this proud entity that doesn't need to sully itself with the work that you have to do because and let's finish this on a positive note Uh, you are valuable as you are without doing anything just being alive being who you are not hurting anyone, not being a negative influence on anyone else. You're valuable. You don't need, neither you nor your ego needs to be proven to be valuable by the things that you do or say or whatever it is. Now, with that put aside, you can work on yourself. Um, Accept that you're not perfect or your work and the things you do are not perfect without feeling ashamed that it is not so and i assure you failing and going through it the hard way and making mistakes is a sure way to get better to get closer to that image of perfection because it's more or less practice anything that you do if you do it for the first time or the first maybe 10 times you will not be good good at it there are exceptions sure but you most likely will be better at it after you do it and practice it a few times a lot of times thank you for listening and i hope you enjoyed this episode take care